All right. Second Timothy 3.16 says as from a child, no, not as from a child, 16 is all scriptures. It's given by the inspiration of God. It's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And we, uh, we looked at um, Nehemiah um, in the course of the last series, and we said, uh, in Nehemiah 8, and we said, um, the work of a pastor or, the, or a teacher of the law is such that he does research, and it causes men to understand the, 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 the teaching of the law. So that shows that we, we, we can have understanding of the law. Are you getting what I'm saying? We can have understanding of the law. But there's a way I started this series. And I, I started this series in a way to make us think. I think this, the, the, way, the way I'm approaching this, the way I'm approaching this um, rebellion of Genesis 11, is to get us to think. Are you getting what I'm saying? And we're asking questions. We said, um, we asked the question and we said, we said, technology is God's idea, is someone's idea, and it is not, and I said, it is not even when it's in a safe space, but the question is, does it glorify God? That's the question. I said, don't stretch it for me. Don't answer it for me. Just keep the question and think. Are you getting what I'm saying? I beg you. This, this series is not for you to stretch. It's not for you to over... What I have not said, don't go and fight. <laughs> Literal, figurative, symbolic people. Calm down. So, and I said that... Um, who really are we in, 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 in this world? And I said, um, humanity, um, there's something called belief systems, such that humanity is, there's always an implication of a belief system, such that um, the, reason, the reason why you are doing what you are doing is because of what you believe. And let me tell you something. Belief systems are backed up by spirits. Um, some people believe that there is no God today, and they don't know that those, that that belief alone is backed up by spirits. You know, our, even just our scriptures is backed up by the Holy Ghost. That spirit too. So imagine. So can we say we are all functioning as a result of? people's belief system and that's as a result of spirits. Do you know that? What you read on social media is backed up by spirits. It now depends on whether it's the right spirit or the wrong spirit. Because imagine all those memes you read and you just think it's normal. And you just say, eh. so do you know that those things have led people to error? And the person that is writing itself is not in error. I saw it. I saw that people do a trend recently. A lot of married people will tell you, "Don't marry," and they are in happily married life. They will tell you, "Don't marry." Men has come, and you will take it and say, "It's true." But you know that they have passed something to you. That's why you must be very careful. 
you know, we now live in an era where um, we now live in an era where there is TikTok, there is short, short minutes videos, comedy skits, all those things. They are not bad, but they are passing an information to you. Nothing is wrong with entertainment, nothing is wrong with laughing, nothing is wrong with comedy, but they are passing an information to you. And those informations are backed up by spirits. Because like I've always made you know, you live in a supernatural world. You are both in heaven and you are both in it, on it. So that shows man's function and man's identity is tied to the earth. Because in Genesis 1.26, God created the earth for man. So you can rule the earth from knowing who you really are. So Jesus threw a big question and he said in Matthew 16, who do men say that I am? So who are we? All nations, all cultures have a progenitor and that's ancestors. And not all of them are from the Bible. So that shows they carried belief system and they've passed it down to us. Hope you know that the food you eat, the way you behave, is because of a culture, right? And those things are man-made. So, uh, it's, it's to let you understand that um, we, we, are, we are a product of um, influence. Man is a product of influence. I mean, especially starting in, from this point in this series, just because mm, I just want to make you think, honestly. No, no reason particularly, but just to open your mind space to think. And because as a function of what we are studying, in our last session we said um, man's invention, man's worship, Man's creation, when he says, let us make name in Genesis 11. Let's read Genesis 11 again. Um, I just like us reading it so that we can have a proper approach and understanding into it. It says, and the whole earth was one language and one speech. And it came to pass that they journeyed into the east and they found the plain in the land of Shinai and they dwelt there and they said one to another, Go, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And let and they had brick for stone and slime, and they and they for mother. And they said, Go, go to let us build, and let us build us a city at the Thor, whose stop may reach unto heaven, and let us make a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the old head. And now says, And the Lord came down to see the peace city and the Thor, and children of and which the children of men builded, and Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this began to do, and now nothing will restrain them from them that which they've imagined to do. Now, this imagined to do now will give you a narrative of Genesis 6 again, where it says in verse 5, Genesis 6, 5, go to Genesis 6, 5, God saw the wickedness of man, and the great was great on it, and every imagination and his thought of his heart was evil. You see that? Man, 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 man can go far. Before we continue, 
See, man can go far. There's something that talked to me as I was meditating this afternoon. I was praying and meditating this afternoon and something stuck to me. I'll just share this and I'll, I'll, I'll leave it. Remember that waging the warfare, waging the good warfare message that I gave you to guys to listen to and where my father said, hi, I can be an atheist. If I allow the sheep of this world lead me astray. You know, you and I, we can criticize people and say, ah, you can look at TV now and watch something and say, this is wrong. No. And you can find yourself doing that same exact thing you criticize. Why? <laughs> because you're not careful. You're not watchful. You allow the sheep of this world to rule you. You can look at people now, you don't like them, and you are criticizing them and say, this person, this are, oh, and you can eventually turn out even more bad than what the person has done. You've got to be careful. You've got to be careful. You've got to be careful. And this boils down to taking instructions, taking things. You can say, oh, somebody left church. The person has turned to this. You can also be that way. If you are not careful, if you don't start watching the little things now, because it's, it's, if you look at these things, are you saying that man, man? See, are you saying that? See, you appreciate God the more with this series we are embarking on, such that it seems like man will do so many things. God will just be like, ha, ah, again, and and you see, and do you notice that God never complained? You know, say, we, you say, oh yeah. Who is his nest? And he will use someone else. So we said, they said, so we, we looked at something and it says, let us make a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the earth. And it implies idol worship. We said it implies idol worship, right? It implies self-worship. You know, when we say idol worship, yes, idol worship can mean Worship deities, gods. Well, you know, so many things has become an idol today. How do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, it has become an idol. Money is not an idol for people. Self-worship. All those love myself. Uh, it's not good to say, I'm not saying you should not love yourself. I'm not saying we not love ourselves. That's not what I say. Love yourself, love your body, love everything. But self worship, man's inventions, man's creation, and those things somehow or sometimes can be a counter narrative to God's promise of his temple filling the earth. So in Genesis 11, like I said, they wanted to make they wanted to build a city, they wanted to build a Torah, they wanted to build a place to worship idols, and they wanted to make a name for themselves as opposing God's plan. And we also looked at heaven and we said, heaven is not a distance, right? We said, heaven is a meeting point, right? We said, heaven is what? It's a place to distinguish between terrestrial and non-terrestrial. And we say we can say we can call it supernatural and non super, non spiritual spiritual and non spiritual, and we say it's not to explain a distance but a difference. 
So when you go back to Genesis 1 and it says, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Is it telling you about one specific day that God started creating the earth? It was just showing you that there is two places. Heaven or earth. Earth is for normal human beings. Heaven is for what? Supernatural or spirit things. And we look at the access point, the comfort point, right? And we saw the... So, let's just proceed, just because, I mean, we did that already in session one, because I don't want to waste too much time, because I want us to have a lot of uh, good time in this session. You're going to have good time now. So, look at Genesis 11, 5, 6. The Lord came down to see the city and the Torah, which we look at the city, we look at the Torah, we looked at... Um, Let's, we look at, let's, let us make, let us make a name for ourselves. We looked at who stopped Mirish, the evil, right? Mm-hmm. And the Lord came down to see the city and the Torah, which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, behold, the people are not, uh, is one. So what, what did God do to them? That's another question. You'll be thinking, is it God? This, this has been, a, in fact, I, I, I've been having to debate this over the years. They say God is the one. Some people say it's God that intentionally confused the language of men. The reason why you speak Swahili. Uh, so the reason why you, he speaks Swahili, I speak Yoruba, you speak Igbo. Uh, somebody, yeah. <laughs> you guys, you don't even know. You don't even know Jumape. Not even talk of you speak French. <laughs> Those who speak French, some people speak Creole, some people speak uh, um, Spanish, some people speak. Well, maybe, you know, it's not the one you watch, you watch Hasta La Vista. You watch those. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so, you were wondering, is, is, some people say, it's God that did it. Because you don't want people to build somewhere that will reach him. He doesn't, some people say, God is very selfish. I mean, I've heard that narrative before. God is very selfish. He doesn't want somebody to go and see him where he is. And you see that it's not a tower that they are really building. Because they know that they can't, that's not heaven. Are you seeing it? The tower they are building, they know it's not heaven, but what are they building? A place of what? Worship. To worship their idols, to worship their deities. Are you getting what I'm saying? A place where they can have a freedom. To at least make a name for themselves. You see, what I was saying in section one, when I said this thing that we are looking for freedom about, everybody wants to be free. Even me. <laughs> I'm here now because you people have tied me down. I say, I'm not teaching. He said, No, Pastor, this is your responsibility. You see, I'm not free. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when the first time I left the house, when I was in, sec- when I was in maybe secondary school, primary school, elementary school, that was the first time I, I came home on my own. So we, in my primary school, they used to do five to six. That's what they call it. Yeah, Four to six. It's four to six, not five to six. Four to six. Four to six is primary five, the last level of elementary school. You will wait behind because you are preparing for common entrance. Common entrance simply means like an exam that will take you to high school or uh, middle school. So common entrance. 
So five to six. So at my, at my, 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 my elementary school then or my primary school then was very far from home. So from that time, I learned to start going to market alone. I would go to, as a young boy. I just, and all my, all my peers, they, they already went to secondary school at primary four. I did primary five. My mother said, you are not fit. Don't, don't compare yourself. <laughs> Let me explain what I'm saying. It's like say, their brain carry mass. Your own brain does not stay and do four to six. Do and do primary five. So at least you will not fake common entrance. <laughs> so that's how I was all my old, all my friends, every all the people that we started primary school together, they went to high school. So I felt alone. You know, that's when the craving for who am I? Started. Like, so I'll be going to the market and you know, everyone would have been dark. So my mother would stay. This time my mother, my mother would tie a wrapper like this, sit on the fence as I'll be waiting like this. My son. The whole street knew she was waiting for her son. My son. So as soon as she as soon as she see, hey, I want me to know. <laughs> I'm going to remind her tonight. I'll call her and remind her tonight. <laughs> She said, hey, how was it? How was it? So there was not a day. I didn't come home the usual time. I think rain fell or something. My, and that time is not like phones were, were in circulation, like they would give you a phone. Or so. there, wasn't, there wasn't really phone much then. My mother waited. Waited. She has called the entire people she could call. She has... You, it, the, the way she called, she traced me. How she did it must be supernatural. That's how one bus driver just called. See, yeah, I think pay me. Yeah, I think pay me. Why are you standing under this place? Yeah, I think pay me means your mother has been calling you. My, my mother, your mother has been calling me. I said, I don't know that the rain is falling. How do I take a... I was still a very small boy. I mean, and that's how when I got home, she was like, hey, ah. He, that's what she said. She said, I will never lose you. I will never <laughs> But I was happy. That means I was free. It's not like they will carry you to school early in the morning before you even, before you even finish playing with your friends. The car is already dancing. They're already telling you, your father is around. The person that is speaking is around. Sorry, up, hurry up. Ah, now, four to six. I will play. I will play. Do what I want to do. It's on my own. Even that cease is on my own accord that we leave. Because. <laughs> so that was where my cry for freedom has started. From that day, I knew. Uh, so secondary school, I could go to school on my own. Because uh -uh, if I could do it in elementary school, uh uh. I was going to market. Market will first go to secondary school. I was talking to Jura recently because his birthday was recent. I said, bro, so there was one time he drove, he now put it on Snapchat. He drove past and I said, bro, remember I said that this place that has sports. This place, we will drive there, we will sit down. We will trek from school, we will now sit down there. In fact, it's like saying that's where we have been planning to go. That's like our house. 
until we are done with anything we want to do or discuss or play or do anything there before we start thinking of going home. So everybody is looking for freedom. How did I get to this freedom? Too? Genesis 11. Wait, 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 what, what did I talk about before we... I'm sure all of you two are thinking of your own journey to freedom. <laughs> <laughs> when it's not less in Mandela, <laughs> I'm looking at your own journey, you are thinking, oh wow, so this is where my own started from. And you see like, so what are we trying to be free from? Now, you are, now you are, most of you are not living with your parents again, but yet you are still crying for freedom. <laughs> I mean, all of you here, you are not living with your prayer. What are you trying to be? And you still look like you are caged. What is, you still looking like your mother is still controlling you from where you are. What, what are you looking for? Some people, the, the only freedom they are looking for is, let me just marry. But when they now enter the marriage, their eyes will not clear. They say, ah, this is not it. Let me just be in a relationship. Because they be, they, they've had... And I don't in their head. They've seen somebody that have done couples go, post the picture, do, do, eh? A to Z. A to Z. Hey, for Antarctica. Let's go. B for Bali. Let's go. C for Congo. Travel A to Z. That's it. I saw what? Travel A to Z destination. They don't do. They don't do. Tutu tutum. My life like cinema. <laughs> That's the trending song now. It's my life like cinema. I don't know the song, but once you want to see something, it's like when you want to see any romantic thing, just know that the, the, the song now is my life like cinema. They will not do another destination. So you want to recreate your own by force. You will not go and look for one boyfriend by, by fire by thunder. Even if you do not post it, but at least. You created the video. When you now finish creating the video, or when you are now arguing inside the video, you know, you will argue before you take the video. You know, wonder, is this how they took it? And you will not know that they edited, they argued, they positioned themselves. It's not like that thing I did for you when I was in Paris, where I sent you video and I woke up. I set camera and I woke up. <laughs> and I woke yeah, I set camera and I woke up. Ugh, good morning, guys. You don't know that that's how they did it. Intentionally, I wanted to intentionally I wanted to see how they did it. So I now set camera. I say, eh? So they will quickly wake up, set camera. They will now quickly go back to the bed. They will now press record. They will now some people they will wake up and makeup is on their face. <laughs> and you must recreate the video by force. <laughs> what? What are you? <laughs> What are we really looking for? What, what exactly are we looking? Have you seen that? We, man is a product of influence. When you now when you now finish doing it, how many of you notice that? If you are trying to buy iPhone 15, it has been on your mind that you know when you now buy now wondering. So this is it. And you'll have done my life like cinema. <laughs> 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 There's another one. Uh, the one that they are using for jackpot. What's that jackpot music? Uh, when people are migrating and leaving a country to another, there's a music they use um, today. 
No, yeah. He's a. He say say that. Six thing that was continue continue. That that's actually. Eh ah ah. I've watched it tire. Or under the comment section is I will use this song Sunday. I will use this song Sunday. I will use this song Sunday. <laughs> I will use this song. I remember when they started trending, welcome to my new dispensation. People that have traveled 10 years ago decided to create another post and say, welcome to my new dispensation. What are we? What are we after? Some people call it competition, but what really are we after? It seems like we have some unrest. I'm saying this so that your body, I'm telling you personally for me, you know, there was something I said in following gospel for you that you people didn't seem to catch it. I told you, I said, there is no preacher who will watch what is going on on social media and not see, wants to do all this opening door uh, video that they do for preacher get ready with meetings that they do before Sunday service, that maybe they will, somebody will have started recording me from the green room, do all of those things, walk, I now walk to the pulpit, collect the mic from somebody leading open prayer, then merge all of these things together, see all of you people worshiping God, you can do like those two seconds with you and post it. I don't think I want to do those things. <laughs> I don't think so. Have I been pressured to? Why not? Because I'm on social media. Have I wished it or imagined that there will be a day that somebody will open car for me at that door? I'll walk in, they will be videoing me as I'm carrying my bag. I just say, uh, 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 say, yeah. For what game? Is that, you know, and some people now, that's the reason they want to be a pastor. Because they have to recreate that video. Ah, you know, what? <laughs> What is, what's really going on? And we seem to have that unrest that it seems like if we did not achieve this, we now create an, you know, I told you something in that following God's love for your life. I said, we create an idol in our minds. Let's say an idol of, there's something that I, I watched Kingsley and Midred Okoko say. He said, they said something, it's a touching relationship, and that thing really blessed me. They said, many people, the reason why they want beautiful ladies, ladies that carry fronts, have back, I mean, physical features, is because of what they've watched. And they said they've watched music, video vixens. They've watched movies. They've watched pornographies. They've watched so many things that carry that perspective, such that when they now see the God-given woman for them that doesn't have that picture, they will now say, no, this is it. That's why, I, you see, what I'm still going to do in that Renewing the Mind series, I, I know what I'm doing now. I've, I've not scratched the surface. That's still series one. I'm, there are places I'm still getting to because it seems like our minds have been corrupted with the way the world wants us to think and not what God wants us to think. So we now have some unrest that is not there. We are now chasing things that is not, that is not supposed to be. Some people, the reason why they are looking for tall, dark, and handsome guy today is because they've watched movies, they've seen, and movies are just fairy tales. They're not real. 
They've watched so many movies. They've created so many imaginations. It's just like weddings. I'm sorry to bore some of you bubbles. I know some of you want big weddings. But the reason why you want the wedding is because you watched a video. You've seen people do it. You've seen them do all of those things. So you want to, ah, you say, I mean, I must do my own. I must also post my own picture. Even if I don't post the picture, let me be looking at it and be worshipping the picture. What, is what are we really up to? Then when you not do it, you not find out that there's really no satisfaction in those things. But you just say, I'll please myself. Now, that does not mean you should not go and have big weddings so it's your desire. No, I'm just... Sometimes we have to... Let me tell you something that I've, I've started learning to do. When I have a desire in my heart, I start asking myself, where did this come from? What did I watch? What did I see? Who is influencing me on this? Because everything is backed by spirits. You just use your social media carelessly. You don't know that spirits are there. They are back thought patterns. I don't know where I said this. I don't know which message I said this. Where I said thought patterns, lifestyles, which, okay, are backed up by spirits. And it has created so much unrest. Some people, they can't do anything in this life without posting on social media. And why? Bible and brush. It's not as if they read it too. They're just going to be coloring it. Coloring it and snap it short. Bible and brush. They now put one coffee. They shake the coffee. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. And what, and what they're going to do there is to look sizey and press for. But because people are doing Bible and brush, the color the Bible and brush too. Is it not Bible study we are having now? Not so people, the reason why they don't come to service is just because it's not the fantasies that they've seen on TV. That's all. That's why some people don't come to the church. It's not the fantasy of what they've imagined that they watched on TV. So they're not wondering, no, this is coming with the church. So they will keep going from one church to another, trying churches every Sunday. Have you not met believers like I will say, I tried this church this day, I tried this church this day? Because they are looking for that. I think you what I'm saying. What really are we up to? That's not. Oh, Genesis 11. <laughs> but what really are we up to? Are you getting what I'm saying? What really are we? And this thing has created so many unrest. You'll be looking at your friend. I, I said this in following gospel. You'll be looking at your friend. You'll think you will not create landmarks for yourself and say, because all my friends have uh, this, me have not had my own, so my life is spoiled. Who said your life is spoiled? Are you not serving God? Are you not preaching the gospel and you say your life is spoiled? And you're having depression because you don't have a job. And yet you are winning souls. That one did not make you have the you did, you did not say you have depression for not winning souls. Who has bewitched you? You did not have depression because you did not pray. You're having, you're having a bad day because you don't have a job. Who, because you are looking at somebody on social media or LinkedIn. You are not pressured. You are not thinking my life has spoiled. Something is going wrong with my life. What is going on wrong with your life? What exactly? Who gave you the measure and the standard for your life? 
Guys, we need to see. Me, I'm, see, I will tell you the truth. Who gave you the measure and the standard for life? You do not feel depressed that you do not win a soul. You do not feel depressed that you do not pray. You do not feel depressed that you do not get somebody healed. You do not feel depressed that you do not get somebody filled with the Holy Ghost in one week. But because you lost a contract, you are depressed. And the reason is because you have told somebody, you have boasted to somebody, you have made one achievement, you have done something, you have seen somebody. Trace those things. I'm, I'm going to see. I'm not. The material that we did on Didi, we're not putting down yet. I want to reteach something else again. We want to address that anxiety thing again. It's, this thing is, is devilish and is man-made. What is, what is, calm down. What are you rushing for? Are you getting what I'm You will just make a lot of mistakes. Because your perspective, your worldview, is not proper. It's not, who says that at 40 you can't marry? It's the world that designed it. I'm not saying you should go and marry at 40. <laughs> but it's the world that has defined it that way. The beliefs, are you seeing it? The belief, they have not put people under undue tension. Just let us make name. Let us make a name. Lest we be scattered abroad. So they made so manners. And these things are backed up by spirits. So of you now, if you go and check the things you have saved on your phone. Or on your me, one of the things I saved the most on my on my Facebook is mis, is food and messages, things that bless me. And that's all I say. But some of you, now, if you go and check it, the things you save, there are things you want to buy. And you're just waiting till the year you have the money. So you have the fairy tale in your mind is, hmm. And let me tell you what, let me tell you the danger, the danger of that thing if you don't curb it. Your life can keep moving in that direction, 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 direction. And you will keep wandering all your life till you get those things. That's such that the person you will marry will be because of those things. Then your life is shattered in pieces. Calm down. All these ungodly, unsettled desires. Many of you are still young. Some of you are thinking of how you want to buy Lamborghini now. Some of you, in your fairy tale, you are, are imagining Benz. Try the car you have. Buy a 2000 dollar car, move. Just go from one place to Grow to that point. Are you understanding me, Bridget? Yes, this is part of the series, so. It's part. Buy a $1,500 car. And what? And drive. Build to that point where you can afford it properly and it will not affect anything. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
Don't because you want to have it, your, your mates are buying bears. Remember when we invested then? This was how many years ago? 100, 200 levels today, they were driving bears, oppressing everybody in school. Eh? You don't know, how far, bro? They will, they will intentionally wind down to greet you. You'll be going to bank like this. People are using the latest iPhone. You come one day, you don't want that. That is exactly what caused the rise of Yahoo Yahoo in um, Nigeria. It's not even just Nigeria that they are doing Yahoo Yahoo. It is almost everywhere in the world. Even the Indians are doing it. The Indians are doing it. The Indians can scam you. It's not just. It's not just even Africans or Nigeria. The Indians can scam. If you go and look at top scammers in the world, Nigeria is number 10. Nigeria is not even number 1. I'm not joking. And it's because of pressure. Pressure from social media. And these things are backed up by spirits. The devil is controlling all of these things and is making you veer into something else. Why would the believer say online service is the best? How do you want to catch the substance of the spirit via online? Are you getting what I'm saying? Then you just put yourself under pressure. You see, oh, the type of my spec. There's only major case the whole said, and that thing really blessed me. He said this thing that people call my spec. He said it has robbed and cheated a lot of people from their life partners. He said because they've created the fairy tales in their mind. You've watched movies growing up, so you have created an image. They built an impression, and you don't know what spirits those movies are with. They built that impression and said, this is the kind of man I want. So you will keep going for that kind of man. Whether he's born again, he no born again. That speck that you have created as an idol in your mind, he starts leading you, and you now make mistake. Where your spec can be in this service. But you'll be looking at it and say, spec, spec. My spec slap you. <laughs> so, what are we really looking for? So, you see that some of these things we call technology. You know, I asked the question does it glorify God? Is it good? Yes. Is it bad? If it's in the safe space, it's good. But is there some limits we have to put? Huh. Why people have committed suicide? Why people have depressed? Why people have left their marriages? Let me tell you, is this thing called phony? That's why it seems like go and check those that do not have phone in their world. They are still together. I don't know if you notice. It seems like marriages of old time are lasting more than now marriage. Because now there's Netflix. You are not meeting my expectation. Who is setting the expectation? You have watched something that set the expectation for you. And they are acting it. Even the person that is doing, even those that are acting the movie, their marriages are not, they are not always perfect. But they will be having perfect marriage in the movie. And you, that's what you want to follow. Your life will not be in shambles. And that's what the, that's where the devil likes it. It's just uh, <laughs> they are not smart. If there's anything I like, if there's anything I hate in this world, I hate the devil. So I'm I'm always looking for every means 
where he wants to come so I can expose him. That's what I'm doing now. Because I hate him so much. Yeah. That's why it's like marriages don't, friendships don't even last again. People betray one another. Good loyalty in friendship. All because of this thing we call device. Ruin people's prayer line. People will now sit down and say, it's just like we posted this thing. So camp meeting online. Two people asked, is there going to be live coverage? One said I'm very close to New York. And the person is, and that was the person. Ah, I just because the person, because I know the person, I said, ah, can't you just calm down? Must it be live? How you want to be spoiled? What if there's no technology? So you won't attend service again. Some of the first thing they ask is life. When some people will take off work and sacrifice. You, you are thinking, will you be life? We are not life in it. Will you be life? How do you want to catch the substance of a meeting via life? So what is so these things? We what is really the problem? It's because we are influenced. You say, what are my hobbies? Your hobbies is going out. Where did you learn it from? You saw somebody do it. So it seemed like we've not. I'm going to. I, I have a teaching I'm going to do next year on this identity thing. It seems like we've not explored our potentials on this head. And who we really are on this head? Because we have followed what people have given us. We have followed the belief systems of the world, what the world has defined our lives to be. And patterned it for us, such that there's a craving in everybody's heart in September to buy a new iPhone. I used to be like that. Every year I was buying phone, but I've killed it. I told myself, after every three years before I get a new one. It's intentional. I'm not going to let them control me. It's me that made up my mind. I said, okay, after every three years. At least I will use what I have for three years. That is poor. And I have insurance on me, so they'll give me back my normal one. You, know, you must be able to set standard for yourself. And tell yourself you know. So, what exactly are we up to? This part of the series, I know this, you want to hear Bible, but this is part of actually Bible. Because if we are not exploring our full potentials on the earth that is meant for us because some people have perverted it with certain things and we are just following them. Some people, their life is on social media. Some people, the reason why they are posting news on social media today is because people are doing it. So they too are doing it. They've never sat down to ask themselves why they wanted to do it. So, you know, some, some people, I look at them. They are forming Instagram buddies. Just stopping picture, opening their body, doing none of those things. To what game? We have seen the body. Can you close it now? Hey, we've seen everything you want to show. There's one that will snap picture. Hey, you know the person I'm talking about. He will snap Everything is what my nigga saying. What's my man say? Everything in man in your head. What's my man say? What my nigga say? And all is all in the name of she wants to fit in. 
Some people will go and comment on that. Some people's comment section just because they want to quickly fit in. Hope you know. Women, you know now. They will go and put heads. Plenty. Ooh. Wow. So that the person will like it. They will, that's how they will not be friends. They fit in into a clique. Their lives get destroyed. Hmm. What are we really up to? Where are we? <laughs> so, this is exactly what is happening. What I'm saying now is what happened in Genesis 5, verse 6. So, what did God do to them? God gave them over to their desires. They desire to do it. So, it wasn't God trying to judge them, He gave them over to their desires. Because it must be understood that. From the writer's perspective in the Taonomi, the children of Israel were delivered from Moses from bondage and oppression in Egypt. In the Taonomi 32, look at the Taonomi 32. Are you learning something tonight? Hmm. Shati Binu Simiwai. Torimoti. Eli Binu. You are the one that wants to learn Bible now. You can't be vexed. This is the truth. Autonomy 32, verse 7 to 8. It says, Remember the days of old, consider the years of many generations. Ask thy fathers, and he will show thee the heirs, and he will tell thee. When the Most High divided the nations, their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, and he set the bonds of people according to the number of the children of Israel. So, observe that vital fact there. It says, the Most High divided, that is God, Lord Yahweh, divided to the nations their inheritance. And he set the bounds of the people according to the children of Israel. So that means the audience of Genesis and Exodus were the children of Israel. Are you guessing what? I've always explained this over the years. The audience of Genesis and Exodus were, were the children of Israel who were not in existence in Genesis 11. So then it is logical to assert that the writer could not have thought that Moses was refined to the children of Israel, who was his immediate audience in Genesis 11. No. In fact, even in Genesis, in this Deuteronomy that we just read, in verse 32, it says, the Most High, in the Septuagint, in, verse, in the Septuagint, it says, the Most High divided the nation when he separated the sons of Adam, set the bonds, and to the number of the angels of God. But in your Bible, you see that children of Israel. <laughs> So in other words, the writer was clearly referring to, was not referring to the children of Israel, but the supernatural beings here. Let me explain what I'm saying. You know in, your, in, your, in, in, in King James now, you see that the number, it divided them according to the children of Israel. And I told you that the, the audience is, the audience of, of Genesis and Exodus is, uh, the audience of Genesis and Exodus is what? Children of Israel, right? So, but Genesis, what really happened in Genesis? Is it children of Israel? No, are you getting what I'm saying? This was another people entirely. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that shows that the writer was not referring to Israel, but the supernatural beings, host of heaven. So it was evident that there was a reference to supernatural beings and the most high. So that shows that all the prophets in scripture recognized supernatural beings. Their role, their authority, 
and that they've been given by God to add, and what they've been given by God, and the authority that they've been given by God, sorry, to administer to the nations. All the prophets of old understood it. Look at even the Taonomi 4. Look at the Taonomi. Mm. Let's see it. Look at the Taonomi 4. Look at it, verse 19. It says, unless thou lift up thy... This will, this will bless you. You know, we're looking at something in this series. And we're saying, don't forget, in, 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 Genesis, in, in Genesis 6, we said there was an involvement of supernatural beings, right, with the rebellion. Now, we want to see something. And we're looking at what did God do to them now? He, he gave them to their own yeah. desires. Okay. Unless thou lift up thy eyes unto the heavens, and when thou seest the sun and the moon and the stars, even all the hosts of heaven, shouldest be driven to worship and serve them. And the Lord thy God hath divided unto, unto all nations under the whole heaven. Hmm. So that means it seemed like. Notice that he divided the nations to. Notice that who are those that he divided the nations to? The host of heavens. Okay, let me show you another one in Thessalonians 17. Let's oh, wait. Read this Thessalonians 4:19 again. Don't forget, in the Septuagint, when we read Thessalonians 32 verse 8, we said it was divided to the angels of God. Okay. Now look at this this verse 19 again. And when thou lifts their hands into the heaven, and when thou sees the sun, the moons, the star, even the host of heaven, should they be driven to worship and serve them, which the Lord thy God divided unto all the nations on the, the whole heaven. Hmm. Look at the Taonomi 17. Look at verse 3. And hath gone and served other gods, worshipped them, either, look at them, look at what they said. Other gods worshipped them, either what? The sun or the moon or any host of heaven, which I have no what. So that means people can worship the sun, the moon, or the host that he has not commanded them to worship. So no. Now you will now when he says thou shalt not worship any other gods beside me, who was he talking about? The supernatural beings. So you used to think. He's talking about the idol in your house. <laughs> what is this? Thou shalt not worship any other god before me. Thou shalt not make thyself a craven image. Can we say Toa or Babel? Because they made a statue where they worship the god, their gods. And there's an, there's an, there's an involvement. Who, who are they trying to worship? It's not the supernatural beings they are doing it for. Okay. So that shows that. Notice that he divided the nations to the host of heavens, who are the sons of God. That means the moons, the stars, the sun, and the host of heavens, and they are referred to as other gods. They say, hey, all other gods, they are the ones of men, you are the holy one, there is none like you. Uh, that song that Moses sang, uh, who is like unto thee, 
for O Lord, who is like unto thee, among the gods, who is like thee, glorious in holiness and fearful in praises. Always do we wonders. Hallelujah. I mean, people are dead that want to eat. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? But it shows that Yahweh is to be Yahweh is the only one to be worshipped. So to so seek to worship all the other god is rebellion. It's a sin. It's chaos. So go to Genesis 1-2 now. When you see darkness was born the face of a deep, I explain it to you, let there be light. And what will that darkness be? Can we, can we at least for the sake of Genesis 6 be say they worshipped Super, they worship strange gods. If you are following this, but let me see your hands. Okay, cool. So that shows that we saw in Deuteronomy 4 that nations were divided to those. You see, you know, I told you this thing in territorial church. They have their locations. Okay. So when they say Satan was walking to and fro from there, can it be his location? So, because they have things they do where they administer. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when he says they came to present, they say, can it be like a council? They came to give reports. Oh, okay, this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. So that's, you will see that same thing in Job 37 verse 8 where it says, the source of God started for the morning stars and all of those things. So that shows that Genesis 11 and the Taonomi 32, God that God worked together with these beings, that is, the sons of God, the counsel of these gods, by giving them responsibility over the nations. That is, when it says over the nations, the word nations in scripture refers to 17 nations and is permitted to be in charge of all the nations. That's why you see like, you see the, the, it's like 70 other nations. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay. So this, and this clearly gives a background of the promise of God in all the heads. That's why Ashav in the book of Psalms, you know, look at Psalm, 7, Psalm 82. It was Ashav that wrote that in... I think we, 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 we said something like this in Praise and Worship. Uh, now all of those things I've been saying over the years now will start making sense. <laughs> Psalm 82. You say a Psalm of Ashav. So is it David that wrote this one? Uh, so it says, God standed in the congregation of the mighty. I will explain this to you. And mighty is man of renown, right? Those guys, and he judged among the gods. Can we say the sun, stars, moons, and all of those things? The gods, the supernatural beings, okay. How long would you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked, defend the poor and the fatherless? Do justice, do justice to the afflicted and wicked, deliver the poor and the needy, get them out of their hand. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness and the foundation of this earth of the cause. And I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit the nations. Now, do you notice something from Ashaf's explanation in this place? It says, this son of God failed in their responsibilities. Do you see it? Because it says, they, they, they failed to defend. Look at verse 2. How long will they judge, the, will they judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. In essence, defend the poor and the fatherless, do justice to the afflicted. And you see that it's like they failed in their responsibilities. He not told them that they walked in darkness. He says, No, no, neither did they understand. He says, They walked in darkness. That means they walked in disobedience to God's voice. 
right? So from this, guys, right? Are you, are you seeing it? Okay. So from this narrative, you see that those gods were now worshipped by men. But what was the responsibility of those gods? It's just to do certain things and maybe point their attention to the real God. But rather than lead men to worship Yahweh, they led men to worship them. Are you seeing that? That thing is still happening today with what the devil is doing. Create device to make people worship those devices. Are you seeing it? Make people... Are you getting what I'm saying? Eh. So, instead of, so what was the responsibility of those other gods? To point to the original gods now. Okay, it's just like saying you are a cell leader in our location. Whose message should you be preaching from? The pastor's message. Who should you talk to them about? What collectively or what is going on in the local church, right? But you now pointed them to themselves. Is that not rebellion? Is that not disloyalty? Is that not darkness? That's what they did. So it's, so it's like saying the God gave them responsibility. Look, that's why it says God standing in the congregation of the might and is judging among the gods. Ah, guys, you are supposed to do this. You are supposed to do this. It's just like what the, the Lucifer, uh, not Lucifer now, um, the Nakash, the serpent, coming to talk to man and pointing man and saying, as God really said. You know, that's, that's not what he should have done. Are you getting me, guys? Are you, are you tired? Uh, please. So, you know that's not what he should have done. He now, so what was the thing? It's like saying, they now shifted the attention to themselves. So, and that is, they led men to disobey God and worship themselves, and that's called idol worship. That's the true definition of idol worship. Those supernatural beings, those angels, they, you know, we are still looking at the rebellion, the falling world. They led men to worship them instead of worshiping the true God. That's idol worship. So when God now gave that commandment, say, don't worship any other God, except me. You now understand. So that's what he was saying. That's what he was saying. Don't make a graven image. Are you understanding that those ten commandments? That's what he was saying. So those supernatural beings, those sun, moon, stars, all of those things, they, they, they worship me. God, leave God. So gifts give us an explanation of idol worship in Scripture. That's where it started from. So he protests the fact that supernatural beings have been involved. So that shows sin is supernatural. Supernatural beings has been involved in mass disobedience to God. Genesis 6, we saw the involvement. Right? Even Genesis 3, who was involved? Is it not the serpent? Supernatural being. Genesis 11, who is involved again? These guys. They've been involved. So that is why nothing in the earth is not the ordinary. Are you hearing what I'm saying? See why I was talking like that? Nothing in the earth is ordinary. It's backed up by spirits. Both the right spirit or the wrong spirit. Because sin, you are now seeing what sin is. Supernatural. It's rebellion. Are you, are you understanding me? Yeah. So go back to Genesis 11. 
But you see what these guys did? See that this is like saying, it's like saying, God, why did you even create these beans? Yeah, he started. So, so see that that meat that we had years ago, or oh, there was a war in heaven. And God cast some people down. Are you? Are you that they are not too far fetched from the truth? <laughs> are they not really cast down? They they, they be judged now. Are you that there's not really because they rebelled? Are you see the real, that thing that they say they rebelled against God? Are you see the real rebellion? They point. Look at what they did in Genesis six. Is that not rebellion? Is that not a lot of God to cast them away? The casting them away will be that they are eternally judged. They've stepped their line. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you seeing another rebellion they are doing again? They are pointing men to worship them instead of the true God. Look at their involvement. Are you seeing that they were involved in Genesis 3? The, the serpent, the Nakash, the diviner. They were involved in Genesis 3. They were involved in Genesis 6. They were involved in Genesis 11. Even Sodom and Gomorrah, they were involved. They are still involved today. <laughs> I just get what I'm saying. That's rebellion. So they led men to worship themselves. So today now, it's not they are not doing it via building Zugarat. It's your fool. TV. Different things you you idolize in your mind. That takes God away. That makes you not put God first place. Mm. So, go back to that Genesis 11. Are you learning something? Uh, is this making sense to you? Are you seeing? I think we are looking at how the world is the way it is. I don't think, I don't think we can call this, we can even call this series how the world, why the world is the way it is. Or why things really happen the way they are. <laughs> I think that this is as, I think that this world is not natural. It's supernatural. Because we already explained heaven and earth. That it's just it's not even it's not even a distance, it's just a differentiation. So that shows that these guys are actively involved. So you see wars, you see fighting. Who is involved? Spirit, the devil. There's no there's just one name for it. You see people calling themselves atheism today. What is all of what's all of those things? Just to worship a strange god now. This is the genesis of another religion. Are you making am I making sense? This is the beginning of another religion. Another religion is simply I don't worship. Another, I don't worship something that you know shall worship God. So are you saying what they are leading men to do? Is it not still happening today? So that means the man, whoever started one religion, who is he influenced by? His spirit. They say they are following Mormon. Who started it? That person that started it is backed up by his spirit. That's nothing, not, you have to be careful in your work in this world. They say they started one uh, Jehovah wickedness. Who started it? They will just compose scripture, take away things and say they are what say they started one another religion. Say they started are you, are you, you see that these people are leading men to do this. Say I'm an atheist. Even they cannot, even they themselves, the spirits cannot attempt to say it. 
<laughs> These people cannot attempt to say they are atheists. They believe God. They say, I'm an agnostic. Can you say that they are still working today? Am I? Are you too wild to, to make me feel like you understand? Or oh, you don't even understand what I'm saying? You understand? Hey. They are still working. So the word is not, it's not on your eye. It's shining your eye. Eh? This one is it's like I'm, I'm stepping my boundary. You, I think you are, you people are seeing where I'm going in renewing the mind. Serious, you are, you are, you are, you are catching, you are catching my picture of where I'm going. I've not reached there. That one, what I, what we did in series one is just foundation. Because you see why we need to renew our mind. Ah, because the world is not as we see. And believers are in the world too. So you must not catch in the bog. You must be very careful. Are you getting what I'm saying? Mm. So they, that's rebellion. See that this, they've been involved from Genesis 3. So, and look at something. They need man to do it, right? A man yielded. So that's why we can still also blame Adam. Because you could have said no. These ones too could have said no. The ones in Genesis 6. Even the, 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 the worst one was in Genesis 28. Uh, the Sodom one. They, said, they saw this one and said, let us quickly have sex with them. <laughs> I just see what I say. And they gave birth to monotonous all these demigods. Giants. Then you know, we want you, we want you, we say all those things are film trick. They're not film trick. All those Marvel movies are not. There are things that really happen. They're not film trick. They are not film trick. So when you watch them, just say, huh? These things are real. <laughs> those things that say they just created a fiction. Yes, it could be a fiction because they use green effect and all of those things. But just have it at the back of like me. There's somebody like this on this end. Now you get what I'm saying. You say, hey, I saw one giant man in my dream. <laughs> Let's go back. He said, look at the verse 7. Genesis 11, 7. So let, go, go to, let us go down and confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. That will confound, yes, the evil of Babel. B-A-L-E. B-A-L-A-L, Babel. And it implies to overflow. And by implication, to mix. It means to mix. And notice the phrase. Again, notice that phrase we said, scattered abroad upon the face of the earth. We said that scattered abroad means to disperse, to spread about. And our face is the word panim. I've explained this over the years. P-A-N-P-A-N-I-Y-M. And it means physical appearance, sight, or presence. So the Lord scattered them upon the face of the earth. So this surely shows that the people, contrary to the air being filled, they intended to pitch. Now let me tell you what they wanted to do. They intended to pitch or dwell in a particular place and set up a message. When we say a message, can we say a name? A report for themselves to believe and also to worship idol. They wanted to set up a name for themselves. Pride. So this 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 less credence to the historical practice of setting up temples. Are you seeing those things? People that do temples, 
setting up temples. Can you, can you see where it started from? Or where it's the, the foundations of it? Setting up temples, towers, representations for their deities, their gods. They say, ah, this god's name is this. And they will take you to the place where they worship it. Are you see what they did? That's what they were doing. So you see that Toa of Abel is not that they were trying to build the height. Mm -mm. It's idol worship. And supernatural beings were involved. So in verse 9, it says, Therefore the name of it shall be called Babel. Because the Lord confirmed the language of the word. We said confound is the word Babel, mix it, and all of those things. So the word Babel is the Hebrew word implies more than diverse. Now let's study, let's study the emergence of Babel. Now we want to look at how the sons of God. Now let's go back to Genesis 6. It will help us in our study. You see why Genesis 6 is quite key. Let's go back to Genesis 6 because you will see where Babel came from now. Look at in Genesis 6, verse 1 to 4. Where it says, daughters of men, you see that mighty men in verse 4, we became mighty men. And one of such men, we, we looked at that in, in, um, in the rebellion of Genesis 6, and we said, um, one of such men was Nimrod, who was the beginning of the kingdom of Babel in Genesis 10. Go to Genesis 10. Genesis 10, 8 to 10. You see something there, very key thing. Look at it. Genesis 10, Genesis 10, 8 to 10. It says, And Kosh began Nimrod, and he began to be mighty men. We've looked at that mighty men, giants, right? Guys, giants, and it says, Wherefore, it is said, even Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord, and beginning his kingdom was what? Was what? Verse 10, Genesis 10. Babel. Beginning his kingdom was what? Babel. Ah. So he, begin, he was beginning his kingdom in Babel. And observe something that the land of Shinia is the same in Genesis 11. Because it says something in. It says something about that Shinia in this same Genesis 10. And Genesis 10, verse 10, look at it. It says, the beginning his kingdom and was Babel and Eresh and Akedah in the land of what? In the land of Shina. Go back to Genesis 11 now. Genesis 11 verse 2, 1 verse 1 and 2. It says, And the earth was in one language and in one speech, and came to a place, and they journeyed from the east, and they found a place where the what? Land of what? Shina and dwelt there. So it can be referred, so it, it can be inferred that the sons of God are behind Babylon. Ah, you will now see. Oh, I don't know if I'm, if you can. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's let's leave it for later, because I, I don't want, I don't want to bring questions, but. <laughs> So they wanted a Torah, had names for themselves. So Babylon, so now, this is father, the sons of God are behind Babylon. And so Babylon becomes that joint effort of human and supernatural beings, a rebellion against God's plan for the earth. That's why, hmm, how many of you observed? When you start reading from Isaiah downwards, you start seeing the reign of Babylon. 
Have you read have you read Bible? Or you just say yes. Don't worry. Don't worry. I know you probably don't know it yet. Don't worry. Okay, let's go to Isaiah 14. Let me show you something there. So because you will see that how many of you have heard about the Babylonian the Babylonian Empire and their history and how much they, they dealt with the world? How many of you have heard those things? Ah. That's, that's where it started though. It is an involvement of the supernatural beings with the natural. And don't forget, all they need, all they want to do is destruction, right? Uh, destroy God's plan. Go to Isaiah 14. You will now understand certain things there. Isaiah 14, yes. Oh boy. Are you learning Bible this evening? It says, for the Lord God, for the Lord will have mercy on Jacob, and we choose Israel, and set them in their own, and set them in their own land, and the strangers shall be joined with them, and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. Look at something new. And the people shall take them and bring them, and the house of Israel, I think a lot of people, all of you know this, shall possess their possession. How many people have heard these things over in the church? Well, the house of Israel shall possess their possession. It now says, and the land of the Lord and the servants and the captive, it says, I take their captive, no, this is not what I want to read. Go to verse chapter 3. No, verse 3. Verse 3. It says, I come to pass. In the day the Lord shall give thee from thy shall give thee rest from thy sorrow. Rest will come again now. This will be Memoka. Are you getting what I'm saying? Shabbat. Mm-hmm. I'll give you rest from thy sorrow, from thy fear, and the hard bondage wherein thou hast made to serve. In a sense, look at something very key. Verse 4, thou shalt take up this proverb, saying, the king of Babylon, say, how at the oppressor cease, the golden city cease. In essence, in verse 5, the Lord has broken the staff of the wicked and the scepters of the rulers. In essence, in verse 7, he smote them, he smote, verse 6, he smote the people in rot and continual stroke and they that rule them and the nations in anger is persecuted and none in that. Now, Babylon is often used metaphorically in scriptures as an exact opposite of God's kingdom. When you see the word Babylon in scripture, it's a metaphoric explanation of the exact opposite of God's kingdom. So, Babel in that Genesis 11 was to depict man's rebellion. But those, now, man's rebellion with assistance of who? Or with conjunction of who? Supernatural beings. Are you seeing it? The mutinous angels, right? The Falling angels, are you getting what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Supernatural beings towards God. So, you see that? Man, wait. Hmm. Let me stretch your mind. Are you seeing that? Man actually needs the Holy Spirit. Are you seeing that man actually needs the Holy Spirit? I will send you another converter. I'll be with you. Because. Are you see that for any for even evil to happen, they need supernatural means to make it. So how much good? When it says I will walk with you. When God told Abraham, I will walk with you. When he told Moses, go and tell them, I am with you. I am I am I am that I am. See why the believer is the Holy Ghost. Is it not helping us? Is the Holy Ghost not helping us today? He says the Holy Ghost will teach you the He says when the covenant God, he shall teach you all in all the truth.
See why you should have been reading your Bible. I'll be sorry. <laughs> but you understand it. I'm just stretching your mind anyway. Let's keep that somewhere. So Babel in Genesis 11, remember, it says it's to depict man's rebellion in conjunction with what? Supernatural beings towards God. So it suffices to say that God, through Abraham, now did what? The exact opposite. God now walked with Abraham. God now called Abraham. He now says, look, at, look let's go to that Abraham story. You will now see that the prophecy and what God called Abraham was like saying, I want to start again. The exact thing, the, the exact opposite of what they did, I want to do it through you. Look at what God now told Abraham. Let's start from Genesis 1. Genesis 12, verse 1. Look at it. And the Lord said unto Abraham, It's like God is still toasting him here. God is still preaching to him here. Oh, yeah. Let Alpha. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, from thy kindred, to thy father's house, unto a land I will show thee. And I says, I will make thy name great. I will make thee a great nation. Don't forget, they, they wanted to build a city too. And we said city is people. Okay. And I will bless thee. And I says, I will make thy name great. Now, and thou shalt be a blessing. So, by making his name great, it will now be a blessing. But they wanted to make a name for themselves. Yes, Are you following me? Okay. It now says in verse 4, So Abraham departed, as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years and departed and, and out of Mira. Now go to Genesis 15, when the guy now believed. Abraham now, that was God's promise to Abraham in Genesis 12. So in Genesis 15, he has thought about it properly, probably. <laughs> now he now says, okay, it makes sense. Look at Genesis 15, verse 1. It says, These things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham. I am thy sheet and an exceeding great reward. And Abraham said, Lord God, what will thou give me, seeing that I go childless? He said, It's like a negotiation. <laughs> and the steward of my house, this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, Behold to me, thou hast given me no seed. And lo, one, lo, one born in my house is my hair. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him and said, This shall not be thy hair, but thou shalt come forth from thy own bowels and thy hair. These are things we will look at later. And he brought forth abroad and said, Look down towards heaven and tell the stars. And if thou shalt be able to number them, and said unto them, So shall thy seed be. And he believed the Lord and he counted him for righteousness. <laughs> Look at the verse 7. He and he said, I am the Lord God that brought thee out from the hall of Shaldis. You know, God is not saying, I'm the one that walks with you now. I'm the one that brought you out of the to give this land so that you inherit it. So in other words, the writer was presenting a contrast between the worship of idols or the worship of other gods in Genesis 11 and what? Genesis 12 and Genesis 15, the worship of Yahweh. So what were they building? They were building what? Idol worship in Genesis 11. So whereas in Genesis 12, what was God building? God was building a great nation, right? And that's why we, we still, today we still say we are children of Abraham. But that Abraham has many sons, many sons like well, Abraham. I am one of them, and so are you. So let us praise the Lord. Right hand, left hand, right leg, left leg, right up, head down, shoulder down, sit down. <laughs> ah, even if I don't go to children's church, you missed. <laughs> 
So God referred to a people, and the people will be his temple. And he will be the one to build it, not them trying to do it themselves. That's why, look at what God did in, in the epistles. Look at how Paul explained it. He says we are his building. Oh, go to Ephesians. Good Ephesians. Ephesians, uh, let's see. Ephesians 2. Let's start from Ephesians 2. Look at Ephesians 2. Verse 6. Let's start from verse 6. And God has raised us together, set us in heavenly places, and in the age that is come, show us the Look at this thing. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, whereby we should, whereby God has ordained that we should walk in them. Now, that will give you an Abraham narrative now, that you should walk in them. He now says, look at what he now did. He now says, remember wherefore that you were past Gentiles in the flesh unto circumcisions made by hands. He says, at that time you were without Christ, being alienated with the covenant of promises, having no hope without God in the world. But now, Jesus Christ, who is sometimes we are far off, are made nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. For he is now our peace, who has now become our middle of partition. He now says, hmm, verse 20, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, and Jesus Christ himself being the financial, in whom all building feet joined together unto a what? Holy temple in the Lord. Verse 22. In whom ye are also built together for an habitation of God through his spirit. So it's God that did the building. Look at another one in Ephesians, in 1 Corinthians. Go to 1 Corinthians 6. 1 Corinthians 6. Look at what he says. He says, Know ye not that your bodies are members of Christ, and the members of Christ, and the members of an Lord, God forbid. He now says, verse 17, or he now says, verse 17, but he that joined in the Lord is one spirit. Look at verse 19. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? He now says, Wish ye are of God, and you are not of your own. So there was a building. So God has built an habitation with you. Go to 2 Corinthians 6. Go to 2 Corinthians 6. Or go to 2 Corinthians 5. Hmm, this one will make sense. 2 Corinthians 5. For we know that if our house, if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, what happened? Let's read it together. We have a what? We have a building of God. An house not made with hands in Tana in heavens. So, who has done the building? God. God. So, God referred to his people. The people will be his temple and he will be the one to build it. So, this is explaining what he did with Genesis 12 and Genesis 28 in Jacob's story. Where he says, Ah, Jacob just woke up and said, Eh, this is the house of God, though. So God is building a people as his temple where he will dwell in. Abby? And that's the spirit in you, right? Yes, sir. So has he built it today? Yes, sir. Has he built it today via the dead burial and the resurrection of Christ? He has built a temple and abode 
That's what he was talking about in, in, in that John 14. I will go to my father. In my father's house, there are many mansions. What was he trying to do? He will build somewhere in you now and build a spirit, a spirit in you. So, but in Genesis 11, what were they doing? They were trying to counter that plan. And that's rebellion. So, they attempted to build a dwelling place for other gods. Other supernatural beings outside Yahweh. So, in Genesis 11, man was making a sacred space. Now, it's just like, Gen wait, let me show you something. In Genesis 3, who built the garden? Who built the earth? So why are they trying to build something? So who is the chief builder? God has always been. They were trying to thwart something. So in Genesis 11, man was making a sacred space for supernatural beings to dwell. And it's still happening today. That's why you have shrines. Temple of earth. Do you see anything? Do you see the gods physically in those shrines? Don't you see? All you don't see is, you know, shigidi. That's all you rock on them. Uh, you don't see wood. Uh, graven image. I see what God was saying then. But do you know why those things will work? Because they are deities operating from heaven. Another name, maybe. Are you seeing it now? So, you don't think that those shines. For the believer in Christ, do those things work over us? Oh, we have authority over it now. The, the operations we cease at your presence. Are you getting so, so when so when the scripture says you shall take any deadly thing, your understanding will be enlightened more to it. You shall take up serpents, you shall drink deadly poison, it will not harm you. It's talking supernaturally. Because you will be thinking it's just normal food. But it could be normal food offered to idols. Hey. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Ah. So, those things, you will see, you will go to those shrines, you will see scores. Is that where God is living? Is that where their gods are living? Are you getting what Somebody now will see you and will not know that you are the temple of God. The Holy Ghost is dwelling inside you. Somebody ask you now, you say, where is God? You say, he's in me. Somebody say, wait, show me. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said, the spirit of God is in me. Where is it? Let me see. But is he not in you? So now, when you see those shrine, and you see all those, those, uh, you don't be looking at them, you say, hmm, this is just a uh, small heads, wooden crafted things. Wooden crafted things, be it, but conjured in the spirit. Are you guys? Are you guys having understanding? So you see that those demonic things are real. But what is the joy for the believer? He has authority over it. So you look at this and say, is that what you got? Is that what you got? The Yahweh. Are you seeing why your authority is there? The real Yahweh. The real God is living in you. And I say they want to have they are scared of even you because they, they will, eh? so you see why you can cast out demons because that is a violation the demons are inside him to violate something to destroy something they are trying to work with him that's why you see them cutting themselves 
Sometimes. But you now, the real Yahweh. Not other gods, though. The mightier than the mightiest. The Lord of Lords now lives in you. You can say, in the name of Jesus. Ah! They will, ask, they will shut down. It's everywhere, everywhere pepper stew. <laughs> everywhere shut down. Because the real Yahweh is in you. Are you seeing your authority? Your, the real Yahweh is in you. You don't understand. So that means when I show up somewhere and I see all those things, I say, all these small, small gods, you rebelled. The Yahweh is here. And the Yahweh wants to destroy them too. Having spoiled principalities and power. Are you seeing it? In measure of them openly. So can I disgrace them? Ah. That's what we are doing when we go for our outreach. We are disgracing them. So you see why you should be, you should be happy going for our outreach? Eh, who are they? Who would they be? Sheka. Eh. We go Daka. We go Bosha. Who, who goes you? Fallout. We go Dagara. Yeah, we can Dagara it. Eh? Who, who you be? Because the real Yahweh is here. The Yahweh, the Lord, the Lord of Lords, the host of heaven is surrounding us. So in the name of Jesus, you get out of here. <laughs> who is behind sicknesses and diseases? The same rubbish things. Say, be healed. Yahweh is speaking. The authority, I'm speaking under the Yahweh, authority of Yahweh. So when he says, so you see why they did not meet it? When he say, you will lay hands on the sick. You know, it's just, you see, it's just your hand you touch. But you see that it's beyond the natural. Uh, because this must be a contact. The reason why they had to use the natural is because it's a con, the natural is a contact. So if I touch you and say, in the name of Jesus now, that is not what I'm really doing. I'm just using contact. But my activity is in the spirit. So that's why they will need those shrines as contact in the natural realm to attain to the spirit. That's why they will do all those shrines, all those things, all those sacrifices. That's their contact because they need man. So that's the same way God has to dwell in man. We are the contact. Just as I used to tell you, God will not come now to come and heal the sick. It's your hands. You say, in the name of God. So that contact, is it this hand that is doing it? But they say, you know you are contacting the supernatural realm. You are operating from somewhere that is beyond the natural. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you, are, you will appreciate your authority more. Because these guys, these, these ones are useless. God, they are already cast down. They are already judged. So what happened in Genesis 11? Rebellion. They were building a place of idol worship. So when you see idols, idol worship, all those sacrifices, they will put red something. They will put uh, ice. They will put uh, all those shigiti. You will be thinking it's just, they are just joking. They are not joking, oh. It's contact. That's the contact when. They will use it. That's why they will shook. They can shook the eyes of that thing and your eyes will be shook. Not you though. You are a believer. You are born of God. Nothing can touch you. Yes. Nothing can. That's why you have to recognize your authority. They can't dare it. The real Yahweh is living inside. How did they? They can't approach you. They can't approach you now. The real Yahweh is living inside you. They don't want to shook you. Who are they shooking? 
<laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? So they need a contact. So are you seeing that? That's why we, it takes, that's why it seems like we use our words to preach. So our words now, is it just ordinary? It is more than ordinary. That's why they will do, say, oh, ooh, they will write so boom. They will follow some practices and the thing will show up. Because it's contact, it's words. That's why I need to teach you the operations of your words. Don't say negative thing, because that's what they that's their aim. I you get to what I'm saying. Speak faith-filled words. Surround yourselves. So, in Genesis 11, they were trying to make a supernatural being. They were trying to make those other supernatural beings to dwell in a place, contrary to what God did in Eden. So, God made his own sacred place and brought man to, his, to the place. But this practice of man building a place for God to dwell, it shows rebellion. Let's stretch it into something today. Some people say they want to build a church for God. Is that what God really wants us to do? I don't want to dwell on that too much because we are going to build one day too. We are going to build a camp one day. At least because we need it. But are we building it so that God will come and dwell there? God already lives in us. Hey, are you getting what I'm saying? So the reason is why they were building that tower in the city was to worship other gods outside the house. That is it. So recall, the involvement of supernatural beings has always been. Now let's, let's look at Genesis 3 quickly, then I will close. Are you learning something? Oh, okay, I can't finish this, but um, just let's look at Genesis 3 involvement here quickly. Look at Genesis 3, verse 1 to 5. And we'll finish this. Next time. Genesis 3, verse 1 to 5. It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field. And he said unto the woman, As God said, As God said, uh, He said, As God said, you shall not eat of every tree in the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, You may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, and the fruit of the trees which is the midst of the garden. And God said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God does know that the day ye shall eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened. You shall be as gods. Supernatural beings, right? Uh, so you are seeing that God's thing now, clearly. You shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So it is clear from the words of serpent that... The words of serpents were an opposition to what God told man. So in other words, the writer employed the imagery of serpent here to explain to his audience the involvement of supernatural beings with sin, with mass disobedience. So do you see that? Now, I'm stretching your mind to something. Do you see that? It was not just because it was... Adam did not sin because he needed to sin. Adam sinned because of an involvement of a supernatural being. Are you seeing it, guys? No. Okay. So, consequently, and that's idol worship. So, also in the Near Eastern culture, serpents were used to this. Serpents were used in the Near Eastern culture, that is in the world of the writer now. Serpents were used to, to, to depict idolatry, worship of idols. So, his audience understood what he was saying. It's you that probably don't understand. So, Adam and Eve was more of an archetypal story. We felt Kelly be seen as an archetypal story. 
So, because he employed the reply for the imagery of serpents to explain that supernatural beings were involved in God's. We're still going to look at Genesis 3, but I'm just explaining it now. But it's, but it's good that it's the supernatural beings were involved in mass, dis, in mass disobedience. And consequently, that's idol worship too. So, you see that sin has been an involvement of the supernatural and the natural. It's still the same thing today. So, more so, serpent was used to depict idolatry, and it's all there's understood. So, sin and rebellion has its origin, has its origin first supernaturally. So, you and I, we so, brethren, you and I have to redefine what sin is now. Because you are seeing it now from the very beginning that sin is supernatural. So we will now re-examine the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus again that washed away sin. Are you getting what I'm saying? That means that must be also be supernatural. Because sin is supernatural because it's an involvement of both the supernatural beings and natural. So Genesis 3 is a description of a sacred area. So that means God placed man in a supernatural world and Man, man has international with supernatural beings because it shows that man can have you. Everybody has man already can have international supernatural. Just the same way idols can. Man will talk to strange spirits. Man will talk to their their evil gods, their demons, and it will show up for them. We can talk to angels through our words, right? Through by feeding on God's word. You know, I told you in ministry of angels. I told you that just by Speaking faithful words, they will respond to your words, right? Yeah. So, is that only supernatural too? That's supernatural now. So, it shows us that the origin or the archetype of man is firstly situated in the supernatural world. The origin, the archetype of man, what the writer was showing us is that man is supernatural. Man is supernatural. We live in both realms, heaven and earth. It means that man should be understood primarily in the supernatural world. Man should be understood primarily in the supernatural world. So, if we want to explain man, look at me guys, we have to explain man firstly as a man who is supernatural. Someone say supernatural community church. <laughs> man is supernatural. When I say supernatural, I mean it's both natural and spiritual. Man is supernatural. So you, you are not just natural. Everything about you is not just natural. You are supernatural. That's what. That's why I started with my introductions this way, because. Don't think everything you see on this earth is just, let's just follow the flow. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because you have seen it that man is actually supernatural now. So that means the thoughts, the ideas, the beliefs, the innovations of people can be backed up by spirits. Because man is supernatural. Look at what happened in Genesis 4. When Cain 
Genesis 4, if you read it from verse 3 to 8, because, I, because of my time, Genesis 4, verse 3 to 8, God warned him and said, See, lieth at your door. That word lieth is the Hebrew word rabat, R-A-B-A-T-H, R-A-B-A-T-H. And it implies to crush, like saying, it was like saying, um, with four-legged or like a recumbent animal. It's an imagery of a crushing lion. And that's descriptive of supernatural beings too. So Cain also had an involvement with supernatural being. So when he says, see, lie at your door. In Genesis 3 to 8, Genesis 4, verse 3 to 8, when God was warning Cain, when he was angry with his brother. So it was an imagery of a crushing lion and it was descriptive of a supernatural being. So notice the next verse immediately. What did he do? In verse 7, look at verse 7. If thou learnest where the and Cain talked to his brother, and he came to the past, Cain rose up and did what? Slew the brother. Immediately he killed the brother. So in other words, it suffice to say that similar to his parents, Adam and Eve, there was an involvement of supernatural beings with Adam and Eve, right? When we say supernatural beings now, that means uh, disobedient sons of God, disobedient, rebellious angels, uh, all of those things, and Cain's attitude, anger, so that means there was also, in Cain's attitude, anger, hatred, conduct, murder, all of those things had an involvement too. So sin is supernatural. So you see that people will just kill people today, rise up and kill people. Yes, they are will, but are you seeing that man is also supernatural? Ah. The same thing in Genesis 6, the Beni Elohims, the spiritual beings, they, 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 they decided to, to, vile, to defile man. They decided to defile man and they built Zugaras, a temple of idols, to oppose God's plan. So are you seeing that? Man is supernatural. I have a series I want to teach. And I, I, I've been saying it for years, the best of two words. Or man in two words. I've been saying I want to teach this for years. But I think it's time now. Maybe camp meeting. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Pray for us. So he said a man is supernatural. So Genesis 11, when they built Zogara, what was the essence? So I used to say from the very beginning of sin. So you that used to think that, hey, man just disobeyed. Why did Adam just do it? Calm down. <laughs> supernatural is supernatural being evolved. We were involved in Genesis 3, involved in Genesis 4, involved in Genesis 6, involved in Genesis 11. They are still involved today. <laughs> today, now, you can't see, you, you, it's not as if you have seen them. You are full. They are dear. I'm just joking. But are you getting what I'm saying? Things, things you read, they are not in things you read, things you watch. That's why people can watch things and just start manifesting differently. You watch this, you just start controlling your life in that direction. And you see why I did that introduction I was doing? Ah, that's why I tell you, calm down. Oh, about stress starting things. Because man is supernatural. So, are you seeing the rebellion? So, we, we, we just look at that and uh, you see, we would um, we'll, we'll conclude this. <laughs> we'll conclude this later. <laughs> 